personally is trash. Wrestling is trash. And welcome back to another episode of Wrestling is Trash, the nonsensical podcast where your trash boys get together and talk everything professional wrestling, the past. The present and quite possibly the future. I am your trash boy, co-host of Wrestling Trash, Nick Anderson, coming to you live back from America. I like You're the energy. In, I love the energy. America, so I got a little bit of energy today. Um, very excited <laughs> to be back. Obviously, I love doing this show. I love getting to talk to my homie Lou when it's not just on text messages. So it's always grateful. Excited to be here. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. Um, before I pass it off to Lou, just like I said, I'm back in America. Just going to throw one thing out there for those of you who watch. Um, I was at Raw last night. I had a great time. My girl and I went. Ooh, a little CM Punk action. Went to Raw last night. Not really hyping it up because I was just cool. I got to go to a wrestling show first one since being back. Um, me and my old lady, one of the things we love to do. Um, great time. Great time indeed. We saw some great matches. Didn't like the outcome of one match, but I understood it with Dominic Mysterio beating Dragon Lee. And nowhere else could that ever happen, but it happened. Caught a good episode of Raw. And the reason I wanted to say that is because, real quick, I wanted to give Raw some, not flowers, but I was very worried going to this. Because I told Lou, it could be fun, but it could also suck. But right. that's that. I just wanted to throw that out there quick because, boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. But before we get into that, let me pass it off to my homie, Lou. How are you? Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast, co-host of Wrestling is Trash, Trash Boy Numero Dos. I am uh, doing much better. I've been a little under the weather the past two weeks. I, I, I got my Robitussin cup sitting right here on the table. I drank Taking about two, shots. two and a half bottles of that shit. What's funny is that I had the, the first week I was real bad, and I lost one of the cups. So I was literally just every four to six hours, I'd take the cap off and pow, pow. <laughs> just take two shots of that shit right out of the bottle. Um, but that shit's a bomb, man. That shit works. But uh, I'm doing much better now. I'm hoping my voice holds up for this show because it's been a little dicey, dicey. But other than that, I'm wearing my crispy ass brand new Damien Priest shirt. This shirt is fucking hot fire. Senior money it. in the bank. Senior money in the bank. Um, Another person that's big. Pause. Biggest fucking person. <laughs> double pause that down. Yeah, yeah he's he, he, he a large man. Uh, yeah, man. Him last it's night. funny. We were talking in the pre-show about how deceptively big these guys are. Uh, I was telling, I was telling Nick in the pre-show, I haven't gone to a, I haven't gone to a WWE live show in about 20 years. I think the last one I went to was like 2002. <laughs> there was a Monday night raw or something. And I was, I was telling him that, uh, I think I even brought it up on the show before big show came out and, he had somebody on his shoulders. I don't know if it was Kurt Angle or it was Jericho. He came out with somebody on his shoulders. And uh, when he came out, we were like, yo, literally a real-life giant, like a for-real giant. Like the dude just was massive. So it's, it's crazy. You see him on TV, and you know that they're, you know, bigger than life. But 
to actually see them in person, man. It's it's uh if you haven't seen them before, it's it's jarring. Yeah. It's uh you hear <clears throat> one of the podcasts I listen in I listen to, I'll reference it probably later. It's with one of the news things, but wrestling, Justin Labar, he does bust it open as well. He said like the classic airport test. Like, do you look at them and do they pass that airport test? And dudes like a Damian Priest, like if I was in the airport, which I travel a lot, I'd be like, yo, like, yes, like you were, you were someone special. Um, like I said to Lou Offia, Drew McIntyre is another one. Like he is just a big man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just a big boy. Um, would you be waiting, would you be waiting at the airport with a bunch of eight by tens no. and posters for them to sign? <laughs> no. And you know what? It's funny because like when we left last night, we walked by and just the way where we parked, you could see where all the tour buses and where they all park. And it's cool because like I get like, I don't know, maybe it's a, it's probably a marked thing to say, but it's like, oh, it's cool. Like that's where they park. That's where they all are, right? Yeah. Like, that's where they are. And that's enough for me. But yeah, then there man. are people who are probably hounding them after and stuff like that. Um, it's fucking so, I mean, I'm again to keep reiterating the same shit that we're always <laughs> talking about on the show, but it's like, I met The Rock, and before he was The Rock, he was still The Rock, but not like he is now. You know, we all knew who he was, and he used to shop at the fucking supermarket I worked at, and we would talk to him and shit and blah, 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 but we were like, yo, sign this. Can we get pictures? Can we? Nah, bro, it was just cool to say what's up and have him say what's up to us and dap him up, and bro, the guy was trying to shop with his wife. Yeah. You don't want a bunch of dudes following him around the whole goddamn place. It's like, leave these people alone, bro. Yeah, and it's like, my thing is, so an example, so I was telling Lou where I sat last night was the opposite of the hard cam side, so they kept walking back and forth over there, and Adam Pierce walked by, and uh I, I'm i the one who initiated, I was like, oh, Adam, and he came over, he's like, hey, how are you, blah, 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 I'm like, say what up to like my girl and I, like, he didn't have to do that, I didn't yeah, ask cool. for a photo, because to me, that's cooler, like if I was to be at the airport, and I saw Cody Rhodes, or whoever, and I, I think it'd be cool to be like, hey, Cody, like, good shit, love your work, whatever I want to say, quick 10 seconds and move on, shake his hand, then be like, can I get a photo? Yes, the photo, I get it, social media, all this bullshit, but it's kind of yeah. more of a memory, I guess, you, and to me, it would be doing something like right. that. Yeah, like last year when I went on the cruise, like <laughs> I told you, Brian Cage, Brian Cage was on the cruise with me. Yeah. Like, can you, like, what are the fucking odds that I'm like walking through the buffet and I look and I'm like, that's fucking brian cage like how you gonna first of all you can't miss that guy no if you know what he looks like you're not missing this big giant dude with this giant mohawk giant traps and all that shit and of course he's wearing the tiniest tank top t-shirt you can possibly imagine which i hey listen i'd probably be doing the same thing exactly yep you know what i mean but i saw him (laughs) and i was like oh shit the machine's in the house he was like hey what's up man and i I said it before we dap because it was you know still kind of covety we that fucking elbows and that was it. That's it, yeah. bro. And then I think his wife uh, or girlfriend, I'm not sure what she is. Uh, she came by and I was like literally gushing to my homeboy. And I was like, yo, that's Brian Gage. And she like, she, you could tell that she was like, kind of like, oh shit, somebody recognized my man type shit. But yeah. like we left him alone. And I yeah. saw him a few more times after that, but I wasn't going to be like, hey, oh, Brian Gage. Oh shit. Can I get a It's like, come on, bro. Dude's on vacation. Yeah, like, he's on vacation. Like, yeah. Yeah, for like literally. Yeah. We're not going to bother um, this dude, bro. But we got a lot to talk about today. So speaking of vacation, these news outlets, these insiders and all that are not on 
uh, vacation. So we have a few Absolutely. news items that are just kind of popping. Uh, one segue. thing I just want to get kind of quick over. I don't think we need to gloss over it too much. Maybe because I was just there. But WWE announced they're going to be doing Elimination Chamber in February in Australia. Wow. Really cool. We've been, Lou and I are both vocal that we like these international shows. This one has meaning. It's Chamber, probably in the build to Mania. So pretty cool. Like I said, maybe because when I was out there, I met a few Australians that like wrestling. So maybe they're going to be traveling to the show. Um but yeah, another international show, man. I think just between AEW obviously doing the largest show and now WWE going back and always going, AEW's probably doing more like international fans are eating right now. I like a good Elimination Chamber match. Like that's an entertaining ass, you know, coined by Eric Bischoff, very interesting and creative uh match type. And I, I'm always down for a good Elimination Chamber match, but- especially we're going to get the men's and the women's, so. But are you down to watch it at 6 a.m. Eastern time? Oh, 6 a.m. Is yes. that when it would come on? Yes. And it'll, for me in California, it'll be on at 3 a.m. Oh, hell no. Nah, bro. I'm not getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning to watch no wrestling. That's not going to happen. I'll watch that so, shit later in the day, bro. So the tentative hell plan no. in the Anicelli household, because we talked about it, uh, my girl and I, is to... uh Go to bed early that Friday to wake up and watch it and have like breakfast and like whatever. She no, says this, but I know when that alarm goes sick. off, she's going to be like, fuck you, go to bed. I'll probably say the same thing. Y'all uh, are um, sick people, bro. Yeah, but I probably won't. In the, in the end, 3 a.m., like three, I could see Kill. six. I could do six because I Look, wake man, up early. If, if, again, if I have to, what was Wrestle Kingdom? Did that shit start like at midnight or something or one o'clock? It was o'clock? like it was like it was like two in the morning, I think. The pre-show, the pre-show yeah. started like at midnight or something. So I was like, okay, I took a nap. I woke up at midnight. I've done shit like that before. We used to go to GameStop and get yeah, yeah, by the midnight game. release yep. and all that bullshit. So you know, that's okay. But I'll be damned if I'm gonna wake up at, like wake up at three o'clock in the morning to do anything except make money. There's no way. <laughs> I don't yep. wake up at three and then like you wake up at three and then like, what do you do? do you, are you eating like a late night snack? Are you eating breakfast? Like this, it, it, it's all fucked well, up. Yeah. Cause that's the thing we laughed about. Cause usually pay-per-views are three, maybe a little more. That one might be a little longer. Cause of the, so that shit would end at like six, six thirty AM my time. Yeah. And then you go, then when you go back to sleep. Yeah. Like, do I go back to nah, bed bro, or, or do I go out <laughs> to breakfast? Like, you don't know what meal yeah. you're on until I go out to breakfast because I'm already up. Like, Yeah, because uh, you know you're going to get up at 3, you're going to brush your teeth, you're going to stretch or whatever, maybe make a cup of coffee just to wake up. And then as you're watching the show, you're like, all right, I'm getting hungry. Let's make something. Hey. And you'll probably eat something breakfast-related. And then then what? At 6 o'clock, then what you do? It's going to be – it's going <laughs> to fuck your whole day up. Yeah, at 6 o'clock, go get a Big Mac because you think it's lunchtime. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I just and that's wanted- on Saturday? Yeah, so it'll be a Saturday morning Ooh, show. Ooh, see, but that changes things for me, though. That changes things for me. Because the thing is, with me, for Sunday, I don't want to have to do that, and then I got to go to bed early because I got to work, wake up early Monday morning. But if it's Saturday, so the I just show, might wake up. I just the show would be that. over Saturday, 9.30 a.m. your time. Oh, so it starts at 6 in the morning, right? Yeah. I might do that. Yeah, I might do that, bro. I might, you know what I'm saying, get up at 6, go run over to the – or go at 5.30, run over to McDonald's real quick, get me a 
Get me a little big deluxe breakfast. Bring oh, yeah, back get them half. Shit. Oh, dude, I'm such a sucker for McDonald's hash browns. Eat like I a little fat boy. Hey, listen, <laughs> I'm done arguing. McDonald's is the king of fast food. I'm done arguing yes, with people. It is. I'm done. No, it is. I'm done. It is. It I'm is. done arguing. I used to be a Wendy's guy. I never liked BK. Um, I'm in Florida, so I don't have In and Out and In and Out's all overrated. That, all I that literally shit had that it they there. have over there. I don't have any of that here, bro. I have a Sonic here, and it's not great. But listen, I'm, I, I was talking about this one with homies the other day, and I was like, bro, what is better than a nice hot double fucking quarter pounder with bacon and some hot ass salty fucking McDonald's French fries, bro? There's nothing better than that. With a big ass full, a large Coke with ice, there's nothing better than that, bro. Wendy's used to be the king. I used to love Wendy's, but they've fallen off, bro. Wendy's Dude, I'm telling you, off big time. No matter the difference, the reason why McDonald's is king is because no matter what time of day you go, it's always gonna hit. The only thing that's that sucks about McDonald's is specifically their breakfast is that coffee. That coffee is trash. Yeah, it's I'm the not worst a worst cup of coffee I've ever had. The worst. Uh-huh. Yeah, so then we'll move on from that. We'll see. We have four more quick – well, not quick things, but four more. The next one we'll type on, touch on, because then the last third all somehow contract-related. Um, so Will Ospreay, once again, Lou and I praise this man on this show. Um, I'm very open that I didn't was didn't really become a fan to him until like two, two mm. and a half, whatever, three years ago. But Lou and I watched old matches. He showed me matches to watch. So as we know, we didn't get to really talk about it. Um, but as a group, but the PWI released its top, what, a 500? Yeah, 500. Yeah. And Will Ospreay was what, like 17? Bro, he was down ne- damn near into the, the 20s. I yeah, think he was almost 17. to the 20s, right? So not a top 10, which is wild. Wild, cause he's arguably in everyone's almost match of the year, right? But there's this polls going around on Twitter or whatever it is. I think it's talking about most talked matches of the year. And it released its top five. And Will Ospreay, I think, is in three out of five of them. Yeah. I believe it's his match He's in with. three out of the top five highest rated matches of the year. Yes. Will Ospreay, like Will Ospreay, Will Ospreay. And it's just not so – I guess I, the, not, the note is simply Ospreay match God and not in the top ten. And that's a sin, and it's weird because, like, they have who? Who is it? Josh Alexander? So, and again – I like Josh Alexander. But he's not better than I like him. But he's been injured for like, he was injured for like a good two, three, four months at least. Like, he had to give up the title and all that shit. So, for you not to have, bro, I'm sorry. To not have Will Ospreay in that top five is just, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, I can't do it. I understood why the Shield was the top three. Like, I understood that. And to me, that was badass. I thought that was really cool that Shield ran the top three, but there's no reason my man was not four or five. And to be honest, because I think what Roman was two, and I think Moxley was three. Yeah. To be honest, I get it. Roman's on this historical run. He does have good matches, but he ain't there often. Like you could have made saw, the argument. I just saw something. I just saw something yesterday. It's been 173 days since his last title defense. Yeah. I think That's he insane. has. I don't think. Yeah, he last he did four no, 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 SummerSlam, but it was between the two. It was yeah. hundred and six. Like that's insane. Like you could make the argument 
he could have been easily number two. I get it, Seth, because he's they're always going to give it to like the WWE or AEW guy because they're on TV weekly and all this, and he's the new world heavyweight title. He sets, we've all, we give him his flowers. He's done. Right. Will Ospreay easily could have been number two on this list, in my opinion. Easily could have been number two. Yeah. And I would argue, like, so again, if we're looking at the top 10, I would either, I would probably swap out. Josh Alexander, or maybe, and I hate to even say this, maybe even Orange Cassidy yeah. off that list to replace them with with Osprey. Because honestly, I feel like Cody should be there mm-hmm. because of the matches with you know with Seth and everything, and it just he's had great matches. Um, Okada, I haven't seen enough of his work to discredit him, but it's Okada, bro. Like I know. Every every year he's he's putting on banger matches. Yeah, I would argue that Vikingo had a better year last year than he, he did this year, and I think he came in higher this year on the list. But he's in the top ten, right? <clears throat> he was last year. Yeah, I think last year he was either he was pretty high. Up there. Yeah, because I remember a lot of people were like, "Who the fuck is Vikingo?" Like they didn't. Even, and they it's not because like, hey. this year he got way more TV time. Yeah. So I mean. You gotta have, bro, to have Will Ospreay at 17. I mean, I love Carmelo Hayes, but you got Carmelo Hayes above Will Ospreay. Yeah. As far as having, for the best but, matches of the year. Yeah, but even, like, Will Ospreay aside, we were laughing, like, Tyrus was, like, number yeah. 50. And I, and I get uh, some of these names. Like, Edge is at 50, but you got, so somebody like Mike Bailey, who's had this year, he's been everywhere wrestling everybody and putting on insane fucking matches. And he's 39. Sola Sokoa's 38. Name me one four star Sola Sokoa match from this year. Well, he's all he does. And I like Solo. I think we're both. Yeah, I do like Solo. All he's done is all he's done is interfere in great Roman matches that in the end, in my opinion, as we've said on here before, Solo gets involved in Roman's matches, which discredits the match. Because it's like, oh, the match is great. The match is great. Oh, Solo interferes. And then he fights whoever Roman's getting ready to fight on SmackDown. They have Bobby Lashley at 19. And Bobby Lashley hasn't wrestled in forever. I think his last match was Backlash. That triple threat at Backlash. Granted, we love Lashley. But it's like, come on, let's... It's just weird. and And I know... People say, ah, the list doesn't matter. It's subjective. It, it's it's what it is. Bro, it's Pro Wrestling Illustrated's top 500. I used to read Pro Wrestling Illustrated when I was a kid. I used to get that magazine all the time in my yep. old job. My brother used to bring them home. Like, it's it's an institution, bro. So it kind of matters, even though, you know, it doesn't matter, but it does kind of because. It does because you, you know mm-hmm. they're looking at this. Like, you know Seth saw himself at number one and was like, yo, that's fucking dope. Yeah. Right? You know, I just I just don't understand how he's how Osprey is not in the top ten on this list. That's just a fucking that's just disrespectful, bro. And the fact that Naito, Naito, who just won the G one, okay, the fucking G one, which lasts like four years, that shit, that shit goes on and on and on and on and on. That motherfucker won that shit. Didn't even make the top, bro. He's not one of the top five hundred wrestlers of this year, Naito. The, he's yeah. not in the top 500 wrestlers? 
He won yeah. one of the biggest wrestling tournaments, if not Dude, the biggest. Let me go into the hunt. Let me, I'm just going to spin it and stop right here. Andino, <laughs> Kaido Ish, Ishida, Delilah Doom, Carlos Zamora, O'Shea Edwards. Stop me when you hear a name that you recognize. Shane Taylor, okay? Tony D'Angelo, okay? But at what the- was Tony D'Angelo at? 324. You're telling me, and I'm, I'm a massive Tony D'Angelo fan. He's an Italian. Right. He's a Paisan like me. But, but you don't have Naito on this list. That shit is crazy, bro. That's so crazy, dude. I, I, I don't know. Reho 402. <laughs> this is so stupid, bro. I don't know, dude. But again, it, it is what it is, man. I just, I really, I wish they would do like, I don't know. I just wish they would do like their actual fucking homework. And they say that they have their number, the way they crunch it. It's from like September to September or whatever. But even with that, there's no way you don't have, look at LA Knight 130. Now, okay. You know, LA Knight's, it's more, you know, more about the personality or whatever, but I don't, I don't get it, bro. Most stuff. Mustafa Ali is in one uh, one hundred, but no Naito. It's insane. I don't. Uh, whatever, bro. Yeah, well, Mustafa. We'll see what's next for him. Um, yeah, I'm curious about where he's gonna go, man. I'm thinking he might end up in New Japan. I think that would be good for him. I think yeah. I think that would be super good for him. Yeah. He'd go over there and just do whatever he wants as far as promo, and he doesn't have to be held to anything. Because if he goes to AEW, bro, he's gonna get well. The He's going to get lost on the shuffle. Not everyone can go there. Yeah, it's, he's going to get lost on the shuffle. And I think Tony knows that now, too. But like, if someone like a Dolph Ziggler, I feel you have to jump on. In yeah. my opinion. I feel you need a Dolph Ziggler there. Um, But I don't think... I don't see Dolph going anywhere, like, full-time. Like, I wouldn't see him a weekly on Dynamite. Like, I don't think he would want that. Yeah, it's weird. Because somebody like Dolph Ziggler... um, Like... I would, I don't even want to say like, imagine if he goes to impact, which I think he's just not going to do an impact thing, but maybe because Trinity's there, he'll, you know, maybe he wants to see what it's like there, but I, I could instantly see him world champion over there in impact, like immediately. Yeah. Like immediately. Like yeah. they could definitely do that. And he could definitely have a big run there in that fashion. Yeah. But he was and like, I think even, even he, the upper mid card in AEW too. Like he'll be up there in the mix, you know? I don't know if he'll ever be world champion there, but you know I'm sure he'll be there in the mix and shit. Yeah, hands down though, 20 years WWE Hall of Famer. Because he, someone said in an interview that two years ago he just wanted to leave, not on bad blood, just hey I'm good. But he got convinced to stay, and I think his contract was up this summer. Mm. But the one thing I read that was like intriguing was NXT higher up. So I'm assuming Shawn Michaels. None of them were given a heads up about Ali getting released. Because I don't know if you know, Ali was supposed to fight Dominic Saturday. Didn't something happen with him where he kind of like, quote unquote, went into business for himself promo-wise? He did something on NXT. So I think he did he... that a while, a little while ago. I think they just wanted to I check thought it was out. recently that he said <clears throat> he did or he said something like on live TV. And I think it attributed to... Um, his release because, so, dude, they have they still have promo pictures of him up for 
the, the paper fucking the no mercy thing and it's like okay he's gone so it, it had to be like a there had to be a reason why yeah and i that's why i thought maybe last night i'm like yo like my, I get it because they're going this whole Judgment Day thing and they rule everything. I get it. But last night, in my opinion, would have been a great night to put the title on Dragon Lee. Because it's like, okay. fuck, what are we going to do for this pay-per-view Saturday? This Saturday. So unless tonight on NXT, Dom gets announced for a match. And this brings eyes on a new talent and eyes on your NXT product now. Because yeah. I'll admit, where I was sitting... I'd say if there was 10 of us around there, like six of us knew who we were, who he was, but the other four didn't. But by the end, like everyone in that arena was sold on Dragon Lee after. So I think last night would have been a great opportunity to pull that trigger. The thing is too, like when, when you look at, uh, when you look at like luchadors in WWE, it has that bad, bad, it has that bad stigma of like, if it's not Rey Mysterio. Yeah. It's a jobber. Because they two. tried with Sin Cara, they tried with the Lucha House Party thing, they tried so many other guys, and none of them ended up panning out because obviously, you know, Rey Mysterio is like a generational. It's fucking Rey Mysterio. You know, right? you know who had no reaction last night? Towards the end, it was getting there, and I think it's just because no one really knew about her. Tegan Knox, man. I oh. love her, and I know we love her, and I think that's more like. The hard hardcore fans know who she is because she got called up and then she got hurt, right? Again, yeah, on the main roster. So, but dog, when she came out, like Natty got more of a crowd reaction. And not no offense to Natalia, right? But like, I was like, oh, well, obviously you have to start somewhere when it comes to a push. It's weird the way they're kind of trying to get her over. Like they cut her segment. The week before last or whatever it was that she was supposed to have a yeah. So last year she was supposed to, but then they gave it to Natalia because of all the work she did. They they cut. Well, they cut. Yeah, something happened like two or three weeks ago where they like completely cut her segment. Then the following week they were like, okay, we're gonna give you something. No, actually, we're gonna give it to Natty because (laughs) she came through in India, whatever. And then this week I'm watching and they're like, oh, you finally are stepping up for yourself. And I mean. (laughs) That shit doesn't really work either. Like you're you're kind of like, like you're sunning her. Like you're almost like, hey, little kid, you're trying. Yeah, hey, all right, good for you. Like that kind of shit to me doesn't it doesn't work well for the the baby face. Like it's just kind of like you you don't believe in that person. Like they actually have to do it. You can't be like, oh, I'm I'm. You can't be like I'm stepping up for myself. No, you have to actually do the shit. Yeah, you gotta like do it. You can't just be like I'm gonna do it because that shit doesn't. Like, I don't know if you kind of like, you know what I'm saying? No, like, you know no. what I'm trying to get I at? understood it because everyone was kind of like, oh, this doesn't make sense. But yeah, it was one of them things like everyone's like, this doesn't make sense, but we're along with it because we like Tegan. Yeah. And then even Becky's like, oh, it's good to see you're stepping up for yourself. Then Natty comes with the same shit. Oh, I see you're finally stepping up for yourself. I'm like, no one's ever gotten over with that bullshit. It's not and the thing is, but the thing is, Becky is going to win on Saturday. And it'll be her, but I don't see her beating Becky. Who's wrestling? Uh, who'd you say? It's her and Tiffany Stratton. But Becky's gonna win because it was supposed to be her and Becky. So I'm assuming Becky does mm-hmm. win, but I don't see Becky losing that title next week. I'm not saying Becky's holding this on till forever, but 
I don't think this is the way. Like Tegan wins, and then all of unless Becky puts her over that quick, like that simple. Like hey, on Raw, like remember when at the time Paige debuted? She debuted and won the title. Yeah. After. So unless they're kind of going right. a route like that and instantly strapping it to her, which I'd be cool know. with. I just don't think she's winning next week. I'm just not a fan of like. I mean, unless they have like a specific story they're they're trying to tell with this. If they're doing something like that to build up like you know a younger uh, you know uh, a less known talent or something, I just don't get the. I mean, I say I don't get it, but the ratings spoke for themselves when Becky Lynch won that fucking title because the NXT hit a million fucking viewers. Yeah, I was shocked when I heard that shit. Shocked, but then again, I was like, no, not really, because you guys need to understand that Becky Lynch She's a draw, is motherfucking man. money. That girl is money. Yes. So I was actually happy to hear that shit. <laughs> so one thing, know. tell me tell me your opinion on this. So WWE is in a weird predicament. It's a good but a bad one. They're they're finally it seems like Triple H is finally like doing the women's thing like he did in NXT again, like getting it going because you got this Tegan storyline on Raw, and I guess slash NXT. You got Becky winning the title. You got Nia Jax returning, right? You got Rhea being Rhea. Then on SmackDown, Bianca's, she, I know she, they gave her some time off, but Bianca's going to come back for something. Now you got Charlotte and Damage Control and Asuka all kind of doing a thing. And then we're not going to dive into it right here because we'll, I know we'll go on on a rant. Now you have Jade apparently coming in. Right. And then Kyrie's apparently returning in November. Like she signed. Yeah. She just So it's like unless you're gonna start doing some which I think we're all cool at some storylines not around titles, you're kinda they're kinda putting themselves in a predicament. Yeah, it's you know, uh, having a stack I don't see anything wrong with having a stacked woman's roster as long no. as you give do them so. the time and you do the stories. If you're just going to have them there sitting in the back waiting for, you know, these segments to get done with, then uh, I don't understand the point unless, you know, I know we're coming into Royal Rumble season and shit is coming soon. So maybe they need all these women for Royal Rumble because I don't really think there's a lot of women currently on the roster. Like, you know, what I mean, they have the same ones on TV every week. So and the ones they are, like I said, there was four women on main event, but if they all came out in the Rumble. None of them are getting even, the, and it sucks. Yeah. It sucks because I like them all. They're not like Katana Chance isn't getting a pop. Caden Carter is not. Yeah, Indy Hartwell maybe. I like Zaylee. Indy. And it, yeah, Zaylee. And they had a cool thing going on with Zaylee too when she first yeah, did you. Helped, but they kind of held damage control or some shit, right? Yeah, they just dropped it. She was like that protector, that protector character that she yeah. had, or whatever. I mean, a little corny, but it was different. It, she was on TV, you know. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, maybe we'll see, but I guess we'll dive into some contract news now. So and starting on the, say, let me oh, just sorry. say real quick, uh, can people stop being fucking weird with these women wrestlers? Cause I, I just saw, I don't know why on my timeline this popped up, but, uh, Macy formerly known as Lacey Evans, oh, yeah, you retweeted somebody who said, I can't get enough of your pretty feet on your site. <laughs> she retweeted this person. Uh, and she retweeted saying, I know, like, whatever, trying to get attention to her. To, but, like, can y'all stop being so fucking weird? So direct. 
wow, that's really yeah. that is really forward, bro. Yeah. But anyway, shout so, out to Macy. So we got three things of contracts or apparent contract signings. Well, one potential. We'll stick with the AW side of the house first. Um, fan favorite of Lou, the heart and soul. Of AEW, Ring of Honor, new everywhere he goes. Eddie Kingston announces he signed a four-year deal with AEW. From the article I read, he essentially said, you didn't hear shit about me because I did my shit on the low. You don't need to worry about how much and for how long, even though it's announced four years. Um, But, like, I'm not going anywhere, blah, blah, blah. So I think, right, even though people were saying, well, it's not like he'd go to WWE. We all know that. But that's still a big re-signing for Eddie Kingston. Because right now, that's probably the most money that dude's ever made. Yeah. And it's not... He actually was technically in WWE for a blip. Uh, And you can actually... As I watch it all the time, he did a a promo. It was like in that Evolve-like era. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was in a group called The Unwanted. And it was him. It was Joe Gacy. And two other dudes that I'm really like not too familiar with, but he cuts a, it's actually pretty cool. It's like four minutes and he cuts a pretty cool promo. Of course, Eddie Kingston cutting a cool promo. Hello. That's like fucking, you know, that's like but, chicken soup. That's like, but a, was a Eddie given. being, was he being Eddie or was he? Kind yeah, of yeah, Eddie? yeah. He was Eddie Kingston. So he no, but I guess Eddie, like he I'll didn't send, have I'll that. Send w- you, I'll send it to you later so you yeah. can see it. But he, he didn't was have like that WWE censorship on no. him. No, he was being Eddie. He was being Eddie. So. Hey man, he, he he technically a little trivia. He actually was in WWE for okay. a little bit. Okay. Um, just a little but, bit of trivia, but hey, shout out to my man, bro. That's yep. my guy. Happy Eddie for- fucking two belts. Yep. Eddie two belts. Yeah, man. Watching. We were watching that last week. I know we were texting, and for some reason, man, I was like, nah, like he's not winning. I think it's because like. We've said it before on this show. Eddie's always in these big pay-per-view matches. Like, he feuded with Jericho. He feuded with Pump, but he, like, never really wins often. Yeah. Um. And so I guess I was like, nah, like, I can't see it. You know what I mean? But then when he won, man, I popped. It's funny because I kind of felt the same way. I was like, ah, something's going to happen, and he's not yeah. going to. Like, in the back of my mind, I was like, ah, oh, man, they're not going to give him this moment. But then I was like, nah, you know what? When I stopped and I thought about this whole thing that he's gone through with Claudio and the main the main sticking point of that feud was Claudio refused to do business with me. Claudio refused to do business with me. That's why we have this beef because you left and you didn't do right business with me. Da, 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 da. And I was like, it was almost like I was watching it and I kind of felt like I had that hope that he was going to win. But. I didn't think that they would give him that moment, and then they fucking did. They actually gave it to him, so it was uh, it was tremendous. It was one of the, one of my happier like wrestling moments because it was like genuine, and I was like genuinely yeah. surprised and excited for the guy. So my question for you: four years, say it starts today. Is he world champion at all? AEW world champion? Not biased opinion aside, because we love him. You love him. One of your favorites. Do you think yeah. he is AEW world champion in this I don't this run? And I love Eddie Kingston, but I don't think I don't think they would do that just because I want to make sure I say this the right way. I'm not trying to be a dick, but when you have people like Omega, Jay White, like even like Christian, 
Kanosuke, you know, Kanosuke's grown on me. I know I said this guy, I don't see him as this or that. The dude's starting to grow on me. When you have talents like that, like Swerve, even Wardlow, MJF, Adam Cole, you have guys like that. I think it would be very hard for them to slot a way to get Eddie in the world title, like, picture. I mean, they could get him in the world title picture. Oh, but yeah. as far as winning it, I don't, I don't think so, bro. I don't. No. Nah, I don't see it. Not in these Cause, next four years. Because the one thing I like, because people will say they don't, but WWE does do this. And I like that AEW doesn't. But in three years, they might, depending on how high that company goes. WWE is careful who's their champion because that's their face of the company. Yeah. AEW doesn't have that. Not necessarily. That's why I said not yet. So I could see if AEW were to get just an even little bit bigger spotlight where they're doing the talk shows and bullshit, like I don't see Eddie on the Today Show or a late night TV show. As much yeah. as I love them, I don't see that happening. Because yeah. you have the guys like Omega and Jay White and Adam Cole and MJF and Wardlow and whoever, even like Powerhouse Hobbs and, you know, uh, so, like, like I, TNT title, yeah, bro. Give him oh, a run. Yeah. International title, yeah, you could give him a run for sure. You could definitely do that. You know what I mean? Um, and I mean, look at him, bro. He's fucking Ring of Honor World Champion, New Japan New Strong Japan. Champion. Like, this guy's, this guy's the man, dude. But I just think as far as carrying the company like that, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't see it. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before, but just, just the fact that they're trying to build that company in such a way. Yeah. Um, I think they had just have other people there that I think would be able to kind of, I don't know. I, I say that and I feel bad, but it's just like, I, I just honestly, it's just, I feel it's facts. Yep. It's just, it's just the way it is. Uh, it's it a is, business but, thing. It's not an ability yep. thing. But at the end of the day, congratulations, Eddie Kingston. Hell yeah. We're excited for you. Get that motherfucking bag. That's um, right. Sticking on the AEW side of things. Um, because we're going to kind of talk about a swift flip-flop, one going from one to the other. We'll stick with going to AEW first. So Boozer Wrestling, BWE, they're very known on Twitter. I'd like to think, besides like Sean Ross Sapp, even with him, in my opinion, one of the most reliable like Twitter pages, right? Um, they always put, po- they only post WWE for the most part. So my, in a weird fucked up way, I might think this person is a WWE person. Um, cause that's all they talk about. Not in a bad way. I think they, they usually give AEW its flowers when they do right. But they tweeted, um, when they've been, if they've released 10 stories, eight out of 10, they're usually spot on. So nothing's official, but they are saying right now, Edge is closer than ever to having a deal with AEW. Um, the other news we're going to dive into that is Jade going to WWE. Lou and I were saying off air, that for both companies, this is huge, right? Yeah. Sticking on the AEW sex, that's when we spoke of first. This is huge because I'm assuming, I think if he goes, he's just going to go by Adam Copeland. I don't think he'll go by his old wrestling names. He'll be at, which I think Adam Copeland's not a bad wrestling name either. Yeah. Because I'm assuming, I'm assuming WWE has Edge trademarked. Like I'm assuming yeah. they do. Yeah. Um, I think this is huge because just like Brian Danielson going there, I would love to see 
Edge and Omega. Edge and Danielson, like, without the change, right? Because I think they wrestled in WWE, but, you know, probably hindered a little bit. Edge and maybe an Osprey, right? Or I I even wouldn't mind seeing, a, as, even though they're both a little older, I wouldn't mind seeing Edge and Jericho one more time, to be honest. Uh, for right. old times' sake, right? So many matchups there that you could see. And as we know, you know, they just had CM Punk there. CM Punk was supposed to be kind of that guy, the older grizzled vet. But we all saw where that went. This is perfect. Because if there's two people in the wrestling business that everyone probably respects, it's Brian Danielson and it's Edge. Right. Now, I don't know. Edge, to be fair... Yeah, he was on a part-time deal, but he was around part-time more than most part-timers. I think this would be huge. This is, I would pop for this. I think this is awesome. I think this is a get for them. If it happens, I don't know how you bring him in. I guess maybe if you have an idea, my honest one, and maybe because I'm biased because I'm going to full gear, is, hey, main event of full gear, the world champion, you know, MJF retains and Edge comes out. Right, you can never go wrong that route. The end of a pay per view, Adam Copeland comes out in L.A. It's gonna get a massive pop. Wow. Um, the only bummer in all this, in my opinion, is man, my man better come with a fire ass theme song because he is known for having some banger themes. Well, <laughs> I mean, honestly, the Alter Bridge song is not made by WWE. It's a song by Alter Bridge. So yeah. So unless they somehow have that, unless they somehow own that, I don't think. They do. I don't think so. That that's a that song is on like that's just a song off yeah, their album. So, that's like they he, didn't write that. They didn't write that for Edge. I'm telling you right now, if it's at full gear and I hear, even if they keep the "You Think You Know Me" part, right? It might just be him doing like "You Think You Know Me." Like it yeah. might just be him doing it, and then they play the song but, or whatever. But what I'll pop. But the one thing before I pass it off to you, I love Edge and I love his creativity. As much as it was a bust in the beginning, he did give us the Judgment Day. And they're, they're pretty big over now. I think like to think we're all at the point where fans of Judgment Day for the most part. Yeah. Don't do anything crazy, man. If you can have Alter Bridge, come out and just be Edge. Just be you. Just be the Edge that we love. Come in. Be the grizzled vet. Like, do exactly what Brian Danielson did. Come in. Say what you want on the mic. You know... I, I'm probably wrong here. Well, I'd like to think I'm not wrong, I should say. I don't see Edge being the guy coming on the mic, bashing WWE and things like that. Just come in, do your matches. But overall, I guess I went on a rant there. What are your thoughts on Edge going? We'll just say Edge is going. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I think Tony <laughs> has to make that happen. I think uh especially, and again, comparing Jade to, to Edge is like, it's, it's a little, you know, it's different. It's apples and oranges. Oh, Jade, okay. I think is Jade. I think is going to be a gigantic, gigantic megastar, and I think they know that, and I think that they they know what they have in her, and they're gonna push her to the moon, um, because she does all the right things. She yeah. says all the right things. She's knowledgeable in sports. She's a super athlete. She looks like a Greek goddess. She's she's just. I can't say enough good things about her, so I don't want it to mean like. You know, I just mean as far as experience and, uh, you know, tenure and all that stuff, it's it's different. But it's a giant get for WWE. And in return, AW, I don't think they have to answer. But 
they should answer because this is, you know, because everybody are, now everybody's already like, oh, Ricky's going to leave. And uh, who's the other one that they're saying is MJF might. Yeah, MJF is going to leave. And Ricky's going to leave. <laughs> and Ricky's next. And I was like, okay, guys, can y'all relax? Like, even if that does happen, like, it's 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 fine. They're, people are going to go between companies. That's just the way it's going to be. But if that's going to be the case, bro, you need to grab who who's bigger than Edge over there right now. No one grab right now. Like you're not you gonna get grab, Seth Rollins. You ain't grabbing Roman. You ain't grabbing you know, Seth. You're not yeah, grabbing you're not Becky. Seth Rollins. You know, it's not gonna happen. But you know who's bigger than Edge? You, no. Them getting Edge would be gigantic. It would be massive, and it would it would really help try to get them over the hump that they they seem to like have as far as getting gigantic superstars so i'd have to pull that trigger if i was tony i'd be trying to do everything i can to make that happen bro that's where that blank checkbook comes out and says what's the number and there's hints that you know they they keep talking about wrestle dream he's saying um he says we're starting a new era and and after this pay-per-view things are something something's gonna happen at this show because he keeps saying there's a new era happening. There's the dawn of a new era after Wrestle Dream. So something's going to happen this weekend. So if, hey, listen, you want to debut Edge this weekend? I'm all for it. No. I, I will be all for that. No, full gear so I can see it. True. <laughs> true, true, true. So well, wouldn't you rather, wouldn't you rather have the match at full gear, whatever match that may be? You know, I'd have to think about that because I know I'm, I don't think I've ever witnessed like a sick debut. But I see what you're saying because, oh, I saw Edge's first AEW match. Nah, you know, I'd go match. I'd go match. I'd go match. Thinking about it more, I'd go match. Um, You know, because there's two things I just kind of wanted to say on that. We're at the point now, because obviously when AEW first started, they brought in a lot of former WWE wrestlers. But that's all, everyone was former WWE at that point, right? Like, you have no choice. And it's at the point now where, and I like, I like this person who I'm about to say, but if Ricky Starks jumps over, everyone's gonna think that's a massive fucking deal. And the only reason being, it is, but it's also because it's them going to WWE. Everyone's used to WWE going there. That's why you need an edge, because that's huge. And it's also been known, if you've watched Edge's 24, AEW is part of the reason he even came back. Yeah. He did the spear at SummerSlam. Edge says it. Another company in the industry reached out to me. I'm pretty sure it was an impact. No offense to impact, right? AEW was brand, brand new. I don't even, when they offered him a deal, he wasn't even, Dynamite didn't even start yet. Cause that was SummerSlam right. and they started in October. So like, Everyone thank Tony Khan for this Edge great. Because I personally think if this is the end of Edge in WWE for now, or just in general, I think he had that three, four, three and a half years was amazing. I liked it. Between the return at the Rumble, the triple threat at Mania with Brian and Roman, his three matches with Seth. Um, just I personally liked everything Edge did on this past return, personally. Um, the early Judgment Day stuff, maybe not that. But besides that, so it's obviously going to be – that's a huge deal. And I just feel – just like I feel bringing – and I guess we can transition to this now. Bringing Jade to WWE I felt was a must-do on their part. 
yeah. on WWE. Now, granted, she's doing media. Because I'll say this. When's the last time they promoted someone like this? A signing. Like, I don't, I think they've done more for right. Jade than when Cody returned. Because obviously Cody was a secret. But, like, yo, they have videos of her walking into the Performance Center. I just, saw, tr- I just saw on Twitter they already have her in the Performance Center, like, in the ring, moving around and wrestling and... Yeah, they, she already did it. Bailey's already tweeting at her and shit. Yeah, their page is like, the WWE on Fox page is tweeting. USA's tweeting. Friggin', they tweeted, when, when, when do you think Jade will debut? Where will, well, first off, thank God they kept her fucking name. Uh Well, let's see how that goes. Cause yeah, they're saying Jade Cargill, but you know. And that's the funny thing. Someone, someone said this earlier. And again, I'm not trying to fan the flames or whatever. But it was like somebody tweeted, uh, oh, look, look how nice it is when a wrestler actually gets to use their own name and keep it and take it to another company. Because, you know, if it was they Jade Cargill, she'd be over here as, you know, Jade Monroe or some shit, you know? Yeah. So, but you never know. They might want to, they might actually, you know, she, she might keep her name. I don't know, but she, they might do the name change thing. You never know, bro. No, no, you're right. She could be like Jade Storm or something. That's but, what I was thinking, Jade Monroe, because Monroe is like uh, Storm's last name. Aurora, yeah. Aurora Monroe is her actual name. So but Jade Monroe, they could huge, do that. Huge get. They're tweeting her. She's already doing interviews with companies. Bro, they debuted, they debuted the announcement on ESPN, bro. The announcement first broke on ESPN this morning. Like. Yeah. Like as huge as this is for as huge as this is for WWE, I'm just excited for her. Like as a yeah. human for her, super happy for her. Because like, she's gonna she's gonna do the crossovers. Like I would not be surprised. And now I'm stretching this, so mind you, in a year from now, within a year, she will be on some talk show. She'll be on the Today Show. I assume eventually she'll do TV because has she she's been open saying she wants to do like movies and stuff like that, right? Or am I I'm wrong? Sure. I'm sure, yeah. Um, in AEW, she had some sick pay-per-view entrances. I imagine WWE will do oh the my same. God. Wait till WrestleMania. She has a WrestleMania entrance. So, so what I'm seeing online, so I clicked on the tweet. Who should Jade's first opponent be? Nine out of ten were Bianca. Yeah, was a lot were Bianca. You had maybe a couple Charlotte. I would say it was Bianca, Rhea, and then um, Charlotte. And I'm cool with any of them, to be honest. But, Lou, you got the pen. Well, first off, give me your thoughts on Jade and all this. But then follow on. You have the pen. How are you just booking Jade? How are you? How is Lou booking Jade? We'll say from now to meaning. Wow. Okay. If you can. If you can go well, that far. Yeah. Let me see what happens. So, my thing with Jade is, I'm first things first, I'm super happy for her. Um, and I'm glad that I actually got to see her because, you know, we watch all the companies. So it's not like she's coming out of nowhere because now I've had people already hit me up like, oh, you see Jade? And I'm like, bro, you don't even know who Jade is. Why are you talking to me about Jade Cargill right now? Like there's some people who I know who just watched WWE and now they're texting me about Jade. And it's like, bro, you <laughs> you could have been watching her go 60 and 0. In AEW, but since you refuse to watch the other company, now you, you know, you don't know who she is. So 
it's just I'm happy for her, and I'm glad that I get to continue to see her continue her career. And it's like we were talking about it in the pre-show. Like I feel like it's it's kind of weird how WWE is basically like the NFL. Like it's like when people go to WWE from other places, it's like almost like a you a graduation like ah I made it this is the big time like and you can't help but feel that way cuz look at what they're doing with her like they're literally putting the rocket on her back right now day 1 like day 1 she's all over imagine when she starts getting on TV like and i and i before you kick on i just read she is keeping her name oh perfect and uh, the interview it, jay cargill says it was very important for her to keep her name in wwe and it was something she did not want to let go when it comes wow. to being in orlando and wwe nxt being tonight she says keep your eyes out everybody's a target and then um her friendship with cody rhodes heavily factored into her signing with wwe oh, i'm sure cody picked yeah. up the phone and called her like because well, cody if i'm if i'm correct before you go keep going cody is the one who found her right I I don't know if he found her, but he definitely brought her in. That first match was with him and Shaq and her and Brandy. And, uh, and Brandy. This is the first one that put her on TV, so for sure. But as far as booking, bro, I don't know. Like I was saying earlier, I think she should just immediately take that NXT title off of Becky. <laughs> but then, of course, when you do that, she has to actually lose the belt. So, um. It's like I don't want her in NXT, but then I kind of do a little bit because I think she should. Again, she's a super athlete, so who am I to say anything? But she she's going to have to learn the style like she has to learn the WWE style. And it's going to be kind of hard for her to do that jumping into like the main roster. Yeah, like her just jumping into the main roster. It's going to be kind of hard for her to get her feet wet and kind of understand the style and how it is because it's just different. You know, mm -hmm. WWE style is different. So I think she kind of has to go to NXT so that she can kind of have, she doesn't have to be there long, bro. Three, four, five months, six months, maybe, and get in and out of there, bro. She doesn't have to be there for a year or two years, bro. So, um, hmm. What would I have her feud with? The thing is, that's the thing with Jade. Like, she's so different. Like, who do you put her in there with? That's why everybody's saying Bianca, because Bianca's another one who's, like, a, a super mega athlete that you could put there in her with Jade, and, like, you can believe it. Because you're not going to put Zelina Vega in there with Jade or yeah. Alexa Bliss or Nikki Cross or, you know, you're going to have Dewdrop, obviously. You're going to have Dewdrop in there so she can do the, you know, put her in the Jaded or whatever. I like I, um, Stop. I, speaking of Bianca, one thing I want to see, I want to see her and Bianca with those women tag titles at one point in this run. That'd be cool. I wouldn't mind that. Um, they actually do something with those titles. Those titles are cursed, bro. Well, did you those see that? Did you, did you see cursed. they're going, they're bringing that into the storyline? No. Alba Fire and Isla Dawn did a vignette on Friday saying they're the reason them losing the titles. They cursed the titles and that's why all of this is oh. happening. Oh, that's clever, actually. That's actually pretty clever. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But now do you think – because a lot of people are instantly saying she's winning the Rumble. She's going to Mania. Rumble Mania. And they're promoting her like a motherfucker. God damn. Do I you mean, think 
do you think WWE, the way they're promoting this, promoting her and everything like that, if she doesn't do that, that there's going to be backlash from people maybe online? No, I, or... I, I, no, I don't think she has to do all that. Like, she doesn't have to go, she doesn't have to do all that, win the Rumble and go to, I mean, bro, she's, she is, it's, it's weird because a lot of people are not going to know who she is. They're just not. Do you think that's why they're promoting her like this? I They want people to know. They want to get her name out there for sure. And that's why I I think she's not going to even end up in NXT. Like, I think she should end up in NXT for a little bit. But I don't think she's going to end up there, bro. Because the way they're they're promoting her today, this is just day one. So they're probably going to throw her right on Raw. She's probably going to beat the shit out of Nia Jax. And imagine that they brought back Nia Jax just to kind of build Nia Jax up a little bit as some unstoppable force. And then they bring Jade in well, to be the stoppable force. That's one thing I read online. You want to get Jade over instantly. Jade comes out in the Rumble and eliminates Nia. She's, even if she doesn't win the thing, she's the one that eliminates Nia. Yeah. You know? So it's like you can go multiple different routes with it, but I don't, the thing I feel WWE does that I don't like is sometimes taking advantage while it's hot. Not saying she needs to be champion instantly, but so do you think she would say, say they go that route. They really put the rocket on her. She wins the rumble and say she challenges Bianca or Charlotte, right? Or Rhea. And she loses. How do you take that? Honestly. Cause you know there's gonna be some people who are like, nah, nah, that's a, that's that shot to AEW, like, nah, nah. There's always gonna be that, bro. There's always gonna be that. that that's why people said Cody lost at Mania. It's cause nah. Yeah, nah, but nah. you can't, you can't have everybody coming in and being undefeated, bro. People are yeah. gonna lose, like. So if that happened though, would you be mad? Say she challenges Rhea or Bianca for the title at Mania and loses. Are you mad? I might be a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I might be a little mad. I might be a little mad, bro. Um, just because I want to see her succeed. And I don't know if beating her at her first mania is, is going to be the way to do that. But same shit happened to Rhea. Rhea went to WrestleMania real quick and lost to fucking Charlotte. Charlotte. So, cause you know, I'm trying to put the pen to paper here. And because the rumor forever was that Bianca and Charlotte was going to be one match. And I'm assuming for the title, not to be that guy, it's Charlotte. They always put the title on her. And it's the story there is Bianca's being all the four horsewomen but her. So say you go that route. The other rumor was Becky and Rhea. So I feel like you're in a predicament because you got those four women that they've based pretty much wrestling off of for a while. And now you throw in this superstar. Yeah. Does someone get bumped? Because I don't think you make Jade's first match a triple threat in Mania either, right? Nah. Unless you do. She's, in, an attra- she- she's an attraction, bro. She's an attraction. She doesn't need to be in a triple threat or whatever. And I'm sure she'll have triple threats and, and all that stuff. But but at Mania, you need that one. Definitely an attraction, bro. She's There's nothing like... How tall is she, bro? Was she like six six foot something? She looks like She-Hulk, bro. I don't think that woman has any fat. Like, her body fat is... She's 5'10". 
She's five ten. I could, bro. To me, she looks like she's six four. <laughs> so she's my height, but looks a lot better than I do. She's five ten only. Yeah, bro. I could have sworn she was like six fucking feet tall, bro. She just looks to me like she's six feet tall because she always looks like she's towering over everyone else. Wow, it's crazy. Well, I guess um, if you really think about it, five ten's pretty tall. For I mean, me. it's pretty tall, you know. Wow. So, it's just, but yeah, she just, she just, there's nobody that looks like that, dude. Yeah. No, zero, like, negative body fat. She's just muscles everywhere. She just looks incredible. But do you think with them announcing her as big as they are, she has to show up sooner rather than later? Like, can you make this massive announcement and say hold off till January for the Rumble? Because that means you oh, have all. Oh, no, 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 no. She's got to be on TV way before that. So when do you yeah. see her debuting then? Well, if it's Survivor Series, maybe Chicago. It's I mean, if it's, NXT, if, it's her, if it's NXT, then maybe No Mercy because that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh, that's Saturday. That's this week. That's this weekend. Okay. So this weekend we have a Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> Another Saturday Sunday pay per view weekend. Um. And okay, I kind of so want to watch it because Carlo, Carmelo, and uh, Dragonoff are probably going to go in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll probably end up watching it. I might watch it Sunday morning though. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, in between football. Yeah, if it's if it's and now that it could be in the next couple of weeks, she could just show up on TV. I think that's totally fine. I think it's I totally think fine for her to just show up on TV. I think the latest. Is Survivor Series. She either debuts or has her first match. And I say that as Survivor Series is in Chicago. Chicago is the home of AEW. So they're going to know her. Right. Like you're going to for sure get a reaction out of her. Yeah. Versus if you did it in Boston or, you know, St. Louis or somewhere like that. Like you know Chicago is AEW diehard. They're going to know Jade. I will say this. I will miss that theme song though. I, I know. I wonder what. Miss that theme song. I know. I wonder what yeah. way they go with it. Yeah, it's that theme song is the bomb, bro. It's one of my favorites on AEW's. The just that guitar, so it's amazing. It's fucking amazing. Um, so now, so do definitely, you, I miss that. Do you think so, Cody? Now, Cody might be a little different, but he comes back. He's obviously still the American Nightmare. He keeps his theme song because he has it trademarked himself. Jade comes in. She's keeping her name. Do you see WWE keep that up for others? Like, say a Ricky Starks comes. Like, do you think he's still a Ricky Starks? Maybe it's a new, maybe it's a new day, bro. Maybe it's like a if new... an if an MJF come, he has to be MJF. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's a new day for WWE, bro. Maybe they're letting these. I mean, it's hard to say because. That's for, that's gonna be, I mean, look, you, Dragon Lee came, he's Dragon Lee. Jade is keeping her name. Cody, obviously, Cody Rose is, is gonna keep his name. Um, so maybe I guess that's Brian, just we'll see, I guess. Brian Pillman Jr. seems like he's keeping his. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't want to use his name. He's yeah. fucking, <laughs> he's a second generation wrestler, bro. You, right there, you have the connection to, to connect to the fans. So I don't see why they wouldn't let him keep his name. But 
maybe it's maybe they've loosened their stance on that whole you know we've got to make it our own thing because I know that was like mostly a Vince thing. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. Endeavor's cool with letting people just keep their IP because I think that shit's pretty fucking scummy that they do that, bro. They freaking change your name. They put all this merch and all this shit behind that name. And then if you leave, they're like, nope, sorry, you can't use none of that shit. Like if Seth were to go to AEW, he goes back to what? Tyler Black. Like it's going to be a pop, but kind of like now you're always going to think that Seth, like still to this day. Now, granted, those names are pretty similar, but people still say Brian Danielson's Daniel Bryan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like that, that, ah. Yeah, I make that mistake all the time. Yeah, same. I do, too. I'm guilty. And I think those, just because they're so similar. But if Seth Rollins went to AEW, it would take me a long time to start calling him Tyler Black again. You know, I don't know, though. Um, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess I would probably have that issue, too. I'd be calling him Seth. I definitely wouldn't be calling him Seth freaking Rollins. But I'd be, I'd definitely be saying Seth, Seth, Seth for a while. So I, I don't know, man. I'm excited on both sides of things. Even though Edge to AEW is not official and anything can always change, that's friggin' awesome in my opinion. I think Jade going to WWE is friggin' awesome. You know, and like we were saying kind of in, like they were saying in the group chat, I agree. Like, not that, I don't think AEW did anything wrong with Jade. Yeah, can we address that real quick? These people saying, oh, AEW fumbled Jade. Bro, she went 60 and 0. Yeah. <laughs> she ran with that title for fucking how long? They made that title for her. Yeah. She won the title and held <laughs> on to that shit for, dude, for like a year and a half. Like, yeah. she, how do they, how's that a fumble? And her you contract can't. ran out and she wanted to go somewhere else. That's yeah, it. Because you bet your ass if she resigned in a year, she would easily have been the AEW Women's Champion. Yeah, hundred percent. Hey, Tony did. I knew it was over when I saw that Statlander match. I was like, "Ah, oh, this is it, bro. Yeah, it's a wrap. She's leaving. She's leaving." That was like such a goodbye match that it was ridiculous, bro. The way she just said, like, she took that one, two, three, ate that pin. I was like, "Damn, Jade's leaving for real, bro." So, do you think Tony off? I'm obviously Tony offered her a contract. You don't let just let Jade Cargill walk. So do you you know what bro? I'm pretty sure Tony made her a very lucrative offer, but it's just bro, there's some people who's who are meant to go to WWE, bro, and I she's meant to go over there, bro. She's just yeah. bro, everything about this girl is is just she's a star. Literally superstar. That's what they call them, right? WWE superstars. She's literally a superstar, bro. She's yeah. just like there's no other way to explain it. It's like she's literally heads and shoulders above people as far as like, well, just when you see her, so you know that she's something special. This is a quote with her signing. I want to create a legacy. I want to be in the Hall of Fame. I want to wrestle with the best women in the world. There's no grander stage than this stage. The opportunities are endless with this company. It was a no-brainer. It was very welcoming. I didn't have any second thoughts about it. It was an easy choice. And this is another thing that Justin Labar thing said. And AEW is going to get there eventually. They are. But when WWE has been around a thousand years, 
All these people that are doing great in AEW, right? That got their start in AEW that are great. When they were training in the indies and when they were watching wrestling and all, they all had that vision in their head of walking out at WrestleMania. And that's just a thing they have to their advantage versus WWE. Like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously they're probably, like, they should all be grateful what they have. They're making good money. Tony's giving them exposure. He's, they're doing massive wrestling shows overseas. So it's not like they can sit there, but like, I think you and I would both be lying if we said if we were in one of them shoes and we knew we had that opportunity to be on a WrestleMania one day and didn't want to take that leap to see. Yeah. You know? And I think that's just like you said. WWE is the NFL of sports. Just that's You just can say that. what you want, man. But it it <laughs> it is it is the top shit. It's the big it's the big the big dog. Yeah. It's the big dog out here as far as sports entertainment and wrestling goes, bro. It, it just, it is what it is. They've, yeah. the ones that have been around. So it just is, it is what it is, man. There's nothing like WrestleMania. There's nothing like the Royal Rumble. You can copy and paste those matches onto your company and name it whatever you want. But the Royal Rumble is the Royal Rumble. WrestleMania yeah. is WrestleMania. And just. Just like All In, right? All In had more. Well, there's these reports. The numbers were lies. Whatever. I'm, we don't look into that shit. Yeah. AEW All In, whether it was the largest show ever or if not easily in the top three largest attended shows ever. We both, we, we did a podcast about it. We loved it. Great show. Start to yeah. finish. Great show. Great matches. But it just did not have that WrestleMania feel. And like Lou said, it's just WrestleMania. Is re- WrestleMania, like people tweet. I say it all the time. Besides Super Bowl Sunday, WrestleMania Sunday is my second favorite Sunday of the year. It just it and is. Again, and again, that's something where Tony needs to like take a page out of their book. Like we we said it already, bro. You need to take over that town that you're in when you have your big, whether it's Revolution or if it's going to be Double or Nothing or or Full Gear, whichever one of those shows you're going to decide is your major show for the year your end of end of year wrap yeah. up you know whatever that show is that's the big show that you're leading up to all year long you need to make it a thing you need to make a gigantic fucking stage for it you need to have the full week people there doing press like what they just did for um the Grand last interview yeah, for Grand Slam, they had MJF on TV. And it raised ticket sales. And shit, and they sold an extra sales. thousand tickets. Yeah, so those are the kind of things that he has to do. Like, you gotta, you need to make it, you can't just book these, you know, matches that you want to see. Like, it's like a toy, and he's, like, playing with, yeah. like, his toy. Like, no, you gotta, and again, this is me, a fucking YouTube podcaster, talking to a millionaire businessman, trying to yeah. tell him how to run his shit. But you gotta take, you gotta do that whole thing where you take that town over, and it's just until you beat people over the head with it that we're here. Like, and I, we love Tony Khan, we love, but as much as they want that, they need, they don't need to change their wording, but they need to make superstars. Yeah, they just they and do. they have them. That's the they thing; have they have them. You have Ricky Starks, you have MJF, you have Adam Cole, you have Christian, you have them, you have Kenny, you have the Bucks, you have them all there. But they're busy recording fucking YouTube shows. 
Yeah, like that's like the that. thing. Like, because the thing is, they have the talent to have the best professional wrestling in the world. As much as people don't want to hear it, they need to add, not saying a shit ton, but they need to add that sports entertainment factor into it. Yeah. MJF is a character. He's a sports entertainer in a way. And he's the most over thing they have there. And it's like, because that's the only gripe I have from All In. I loved All In. When I saw CM Punk, I think he came out first. Or Joe. The stage was cool. I actually liked it, how they walked through a tunnel a little bit, and there were screens there. Then they walked yeah, up. Yeah, it was It dope. was cool, but that was your opportunity. And I get why Tony probably did it, because he sold all those tickets. That was an opportunity to make a huge stage. Yeah. Like a WrestleMania-like stage. Even if you would have lost, say, five, six, seven thousand seats, that was your chance to make that look like a spectacle. And did they even have, like, big pyro on that show that you can remember? Like, did they no, even they, do, like, big they, pyro? you got to have that, bro. I think they you had it, but I don't think they did the around-the-stadium pyro. I don't remember to my knowledge, real... I could be wrong. I could yeah. be wrong. I don't but, remember any fucking real, you know what I'm saying? They need to have gigantic pyro for your big stars. Like, they you did, they did the cool thing just in case of rain, you know, the structures, like the four pole structure. They did that. Yeah. That was dope. But I think that was the one thing that lacked from all in. And I, the thing is, Tony knows this because Tony is just as big as a wrestling fan as you and I. So yeah. he's watched. I, I bet he, he said it. I can only imagine with his money how many wrestling. Well, you know that he's at his house. Having WrestleMania watch parties, he's sitting there in probably a giant theater in his house watching fucking WrestleMania on Peacock. You know that's what is. I'm saying. Like as much as he obviously are not going to get out there, like we all know, Triple H keeps an eye on them. They keep an eye on each other, right? We all know that, but you're not going to go out there and say it. But you know, Tony Khan's watching WrestleMania, just like you know, Trip. If Triple H wasn't watching AEW, Jade would not be this big of a deal. Yeah, you know. So I don't know, but. A lot coming on in the future. Um, do you just kind of want to run through this Wrestle Dream card? I don't know. Yeah, I just I just put it there just because uh, it looks like we're gonna have a good show this weekend. Yeah, for those um, who aren't tracking. Yeah, for for anyone who uh, this has been a actually, actually I think we did a pretty good job this episode of kind of talking about everybody, every uh from both promotions. Yeah, but uh, again, we got this Wrestle Dream card which. This pay-per-view came out of nowhere. Tony, I feel like he just announced this pay-per-view. And he's got a full card here ready to go, which is looks to be highlighted by Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr., which is a very long-awaited match. Um, Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland. FTR versus Aussie Open for the tag team titles. Adam Cole and MJF versus The Righteous. Uh, Christian Cage versus Darby Allen and two out of three falls match. That's going to be really good. The man, Eddie Kingston versus Shibata for the, for the ROH world and strong open weight titles, bro. Uh, Shibata has the possibility of walking out of that show with three belts. Will he do it? I doubt it, but there's but a chance that Shibata could have three belts by the end of that night. Um, and I wouldn't put it past Tony Khan to fucking do some crazy shit like that. Um, Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart for the AEW TBS title. Jericho and the Golden Lovers, which is Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi versus Don Callis family. Kanosuke Takeshita. I cannot say his name. Kanosuke Takeshita 
Sammy Guevara and Will Ospreay. Most, most, that's the match I'm most hyped for. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's going to be great. And then you got the Young Bucks versus the Guns versus the Lucha Brothers versus Orange Cassidy and Hook, which is what a weird fucking pairing, Orange Cassidy and Hook. Um, and whoever wins that is going to get a future tag title opportunity. So looking like a pretty, pretty cool card. Nothing, you know, too mind blowing, but it definitely looks like a very entertaining card. And again, Name me an AEW pay-per-view that hasn't been fucking fantastic. That's a good night of wrestling, if you ask me. Yeah, that is a great night of fucking wrestling right there. You give me Shibata and Eddie Kingston, Danielson, Zack Sabre. I'm sold. I'm already sold. Now you got Swerve in there and Adam Page. I mean, great looking card. Yeah, and then I think Lou and I were saying off air, started, uh, Yesterday, Raw yesterday, NXT today, Dynamite tomorrow, Ring of Honor and Impact Thursday, SmackDown Friday, Collision. Rampage Friday. Collision Rampage Saturday. Friday, Collision and NXT Saturday. No Mercy Wrestle Sunday, Sunday. Wrestle Dream. Then Monday, Raw. Monday, Raw. Follow that in suit to next Saturday with Collision and Fastlane. I'm telling you, it's, it's, to the po- it's to the point where it's just every single day it's just, we're wrestling. Seven days a week. Who would have thought that we'd have wrestling seven days a week? That would get to the point where we have pro wrestling on in some in some way or another on TV seven days a week. And non wrestling fans have the audacity to say that wrestling's dead. Not even not even in the attitude era that we have that type of shit. Not no, because what was it back era. then? You had what? Because they used to have because they used to have Monday Night Raw. And they used to have SmackDown. And then WCW had Nitro, and then they made Thunder. Thunder. And Thunder was on what, Thursdays or Tuesdays? It was on TBS. I think it was on Thursdays. Thursdays. And then you had Sunday Night Heat. Then they had Sunday Night Heat or Jacked or whatever that other show was. If I remember, wasn't Sunday Night Heat on MTV at one point for a little bit? I don't remember. I don't remember. I never watched that shit. I was like, I think I watched maybe the first episode of Sunday Night Heat, and then after that. So, uh, I'll never forget one time, cause this is when pay-per-views weren't like a thousand dollars. So like yeah. my parents would, would buy me them when I was younger. Well, I did some dumb shit in school and I got in trouble. My mom's like, nope, we're not ordering the pay-per-view. I wish I could remember what pay-per-view. And if you remember, Sunday Night Heat used to come on before the pay-per-view, but they would, so they would use the pay-per-view and that's when WWE did the cool sets. And I remember I was watching and I was young. Like I'm talking like young, young. And I was watching and I was excited because it was wrestling and then it ended and my mom's like, all right, well, go to bed. We're not watching the show. And I remember I like started crying. I'm like, but this set looks so cool. Wow. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, so we almost didn't mention the fact that WWE, uh, they just signed a new deal for SmackDown. So SmackDown is going to be coming to USA next year in October. <laughs> not only that, they're going to have four major primetime specials on NBC now. So Saturday night's main event. More wrestling. <laughs> I know. Sa- wrestling I'm curious, year. and I, we're not ratings guys, but I'm curious what that ratings going to draw on NBC at like Saturday at eight at night. You know what I think is going to be a lot of with that. I think there's going to be a lot of like whoever's watching whatever usual programming they're watching, like Sunday night. I think for the most part, the majority of those people are going to be like, wait, what the fuck is this? Wrestling. And I think out of curiosity, they'll literally just leave it on. Yeah. 
It happens every time I'm watching wrestling here. Like sometimes I'll just have wrestling on, like whatever, AEW or WWE. And people come over and they make the initial jokes like, oh, yeah, dude, that's yeah. great. You still watch this. And then they sit and they watch. Yeah. But did you also see that in that NXT and Raw's things are up? Right. So Smack- I don't know. SmackDown got a 40 – WWE got a 40% pay increase or whatever it is to go to USA. Yeah. So people are saying that Raw might go to streaming or – some people are saying if they take another deal, there's a chance they might have to switch nights. Now, here's where I'm an old head. Wow. Here's where I'm an old head. I don't give a fuck about ratings and all that. They do, obviously. Yeah. You Monday Night Raw has to be Monday Night Raw, right? Like, I can't be the only asshole to think that. Well, yeah, but the thing is, too, like, why would you as a as a as a TV company not want that million fucking two million or whatever it is people watching your channel I, I would think that like another one of these channels would reach out now what's going to be interesting is there's rumors that next year AEW is going to end up on Max which is the HBO streaming service because the yeah. HBO streaming service is coming out with a sports page yep. I think sometime this year and they're yep. going to have like a couple NBA games and I think a couple NFL games or something um so they're going to have their own sports page, but they're not going to have any AEW on there this year. But I think next year it's pretty much a done deal that they're going to add it. Now, does that mean that Dynamite or Collision ends up on there? I don't know. But um, what's going to be interesting is what are they going to do with the pay-per-views? Are they going to take Talk a page out know. of Are they going to take a page out of the Peacock book where they're adding the pay-per-views to the service? Or do they just leave their pay-per-views the way it is? Because that's kind of like what they do with Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, they have a streaming service, but they still charge for the pay-per-view. And will WWE go back to, because that's another rumor, that they're going to go back to charging for their pay-per-views. Because of the UFC. Which if they do, (laughs) you could get fucked. Because I'm not paying... 60, 70 bucks every month to and, watch wrestling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what's the other shitty payback? Well, like payback that? was good, but just an example. Great American bash and yeah. get the fuck out of here, bro. I'm paying for Royal Rumble Mania. and I pay for WrestleMania. That's it. That's all you I wouldn't pay, pay for, for like a money in the bank? No. Oh, but you could go. I wonder no. if they would do the theater route. Take a no. page out of that book. They, might, they do that now. They do it now. WWE? Yeah. Oh, but it's like, it's like, why would you do that if you, you yeah, nine peacock. bucks on Peacock, you got it at your house, you know what I mean? That makes sense. Um, now, how would you feel if Raw went on a streaming service? Like, cause I heard Amazon's interested. So say they went to Amazon again, video. Again, for me, I don't, I don't care. It, it's fine with me, but I'm just thinking as far as, um, like if you're a television station out there and you guys are struggling for ratings as it is because streaming is taking everything. Why the fuck wouldn't you want WWE programming on your TV when that's bringing in millions of viewers so, to your and channel? And that's the thing. You would think USA would just pay them and keep... USA falls under NBC, which is Peacock. Yeah. So you would think, oh, we are exclusively the home of WWE. Yeah. We have all three shows. We got the pay-per-views. We have the streaming. Like, right. 
to me, that just makes sense. Just like HBO is with Max, which is with Warner Brothers. Like that yeah. just makes sense to me. So I think, I think AEW goes to Max. I think everything stays with USA. Cause the real reason, as much as we hate Raw being three hours, that third hour, even though viewership drops and all that, still brings in so much money and everything to USA. Right. Just because anything else they put on there isn't going to do that. Especially USA. I don't know about you. I don't watch USA ever. No. I, there's nothing. The only time USA gets ratings for me is when I go and I finally watch Raw or whatever. And I go, oh, shit. And I actually have to re-sign in because the damn app signs me out because I never yeah. use it. So, sometimes you might get the five extra minutes before Raw starts. Yeah. but And that's it. As soon as that shit's over, it's click. Off. And a lot of the time, I don't make it till the end. Yeah, and and when I had cable, I would actually watch uh, USA when I was, like, working overnight because I'd come home and I'd literally, oh, Law & Order's on. i put that shit on at, like, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, and they would play Law & Order literally until, like, 8 o'clock. Yep. So I'd just My be mom home watching Law & Order all day long. But, uh... Think that's gonna do it for us. Unless you got anything else, like I said, we got. That's it. We got I did want to. We did bring up the Dragon Lee Dominic Mysterio match again. I was bitching Looked last like night the- after that match. I was bitching, but I will say that that was a fucking great match, and it was Dominic a, looked great. Yeah, Dominic looked phenomenal. I'm not even gonna front. Like Dominic is coming to his own. He. uh him getting that win was, and it's funny because it like it wasn't totally clean. So, you know, he hit him. The guy almost he basically gave him a low blow, and then he hit him with the splash. So, you know, it kind of protects Dragon Lee a little bit. Obviously, Dragon Lee's in the minor leagues right now, so having him beat Dominic would have been kind of, you know, a little weird. But I was expecting him to win. I really was. I, really I honestly Dragon was, was only be, only because of the Mustafa Ali release. I'm like, fuck it. This is a great opportunity to yeah. take this title off of Dominic. But, but I get why they didn't at the same time. But I'm just happy the match went good because it yeah. just gives Dragon Lee better better eyes oh, on with yeah. the company. And as we as they say, the Judgment Day runs Monday Night Raw, so well, they, they do. continue to do so. But other than that. I'm pretty much yeah. spent for the day. I think we've covered everything. Yep. Uh, so for me, I'll go first. You can find me on X, Twitter, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and Instagram at Nick Anicelli. But most importantly, follow the show. You can follow the show on YouTube, most importantly, at Wrestling. Ah, he's hitting it. He's hitting it. Swerve, why not drive? drive. Did you see Eric Bischoff doing it? Bro, everybody was doing that shit. Yo, in a fucked up way, that might be the most over thing right now in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> this is that. Fucking Prince Nana, Favorite. bro. Prince Nana, he's the man. But, uh, yeah, so you can follow, uh, follow us on YouTube, like, comment, share, subscribe at Wrestling is Trash. Uh, Lou runs that Instagram page at Wrestling is Trash. I'm on the Twitter page at Wrestling B Trash. Um, that's all I got. Thank you guys for always. Lou, where can they find you and send us home? Mm, you already know Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast, co-host of Wrestling is Trash. Trash by Numero Dos. Uh, you already know, man. 
go to the Instagram page, Wrestling is Trash. From there, you hit the link in the bio. You'll get access to all our content. We thank you guys so much for watching and sticking with us on some of these weeks where we, I'm not feeling well or Nick's not feeling well, and we kind of need to take like a little one-week hiatus here. But, you know, we come back. We bring the hot fire for y'all. So other than that, that's all I got. We thank you so much for joining us once again for episode 159. And uh, peace, love, and enjoy wrestling. <laughs>